welcome to our podcast F1 to the Max which talks about the current F1 2021 season. We shall delve into each Grand Prix from park forming to race track. So join us for all the thrills and spills of the race weekend. So round 13th of the Dutch GP was a welcome tonic after the washout from the Spa last weekend. What do you feel Arjun? No rain. Finally no rain. Dry track, amazing amazing turns. The banking was something which everybody was talking about. and it was an amazing track to see as well zandvoort made its return after a very long time i think the last race was probably in the 1980s mm. and then after that we had this track but most importantly no rain no goddamn rain anywhere <laughs> yeah i think the fans have prayed hard for it and uh, a lot of fans got lots to cheer when it came to red bull what do you feel max was on point max was on power overpowered he was he was on it he's it's the home boy and his home track and he's doing his thing basically so before you come to max and the race let me also ask you how was the overall race weekend how were the qualifiers so it was an interesting qualifier and interesting practice session for that matter so let me just start with the practice sessions in brief actually speaking it was everybody trying to get to grips with a new track as of now so the lateral loads on this track this track has got many swerves the banking was there it was basically being on a roller coaster ride going from left to right as a result of which the car's suspension and the tires had to work uh, work overtime now pirelli took their strongest and hardest race compounds for this entire weekend wow which means that the track was really brutal on the suspension and on the tires hamilton had car issues and so did sebastian vettel Mm-hmm. and it was when i saw hamilton having car issues i was like oh god this is going to be something inter- interesting to see yeah, we are no. going to see hamilton complain a lot <laughs> <laughs> and we did see him cry a lot <laughs> definitely definitely he does because you know again like you know when things are not going his way so he kind of does get a little bit of uh, Uh, like a cry baby yeah but there i think there was a crash also during the practice session yes uh, science uh, science got caught out with the crash because again you know the turns were fast and incoming so what happened was that before you could think and you basically need to know the track at the back of your hand so basically like you are you are driving through the turns you should just know what the next turn is now these mm-hmm. drivers have that kind of foresight where they can look and imagine as well as recollect five turns ahead Wow. So literally they can they can drive blindfolded as well. Wow. But since it's a new track, people take time to get used to the track. As a result of which, Carlos Sainz while getting used to the track had this crash. It was an off-camber turn that took place. When I mean off-camber, as in the left turned into a right, which turned into another left. As a result of which, there was some wind blowing and it caused the car to spin out of control. That's what happened. That's bad. Yeah. Right in the practice session losing your car. Yeah, but it's like it's again you make the mistakes in the practice session so it prepares you for qualifiers and it prepares you for the race so you know where not to how to take a particular turn it just prepares you for the entire race weekend kind of thing even the qualifiers were full of action don't you feel so oh yes yes uh, so just before the qualifiers kevin raikkonen announced his retirement <gasps> yes <laughs> and just right now we also came to know that valtteri bottas is going to move to alfa romeo so yeah, this this race is becoming quite a interesting one interesting even after one, the and i think like next next season is going to be interesting as well because i feel now george russell still not confirmed but like i think george russell would actually go into mercedes in the second as the second driver over there so let's see how that turns out we'll keep an we'll keep an eye on yeah, that thing yeah. and so since kimi and also kimi tested covid-19 positive and i was like oh god Like can this guy like actually Kimi doesn't give a fuck about that thing, mm-hmm. but still, 
you got robert kubitsa coming back after a very long time mm-hmm. uh the thing about robert kubitsa is that he's been a reserve driver okay for uh, for the alfa romeo team mm-hmm. and seeing him on track after such a long time was like a breath of fresh air yeah i mean i i frankly didn't know that there are reserve drivers oh yeah so every team does have a uh, reserve driver so basically what are reserve drivers these are drivers so you have your normal team with two drivers yeah now if if they ha- if they undergo if they are found themselves in an accident or they are unfit to race then the reserve driver comes into play mm-hmm. the reserve driver also does a lot of testing and a lot of simulation work at their head office and they also are responsible for the development cycle of the car as well oh. so that way every team has their uh, reserve driver so nice. even when you're not racing the reserve driver has very important uh, details to give the people who are racing on the track okay the best information you get is by the drivers who are actually driving for the team mm-hmm. but the reserve drivers provides an extra insight in a different kind of a way okay. of for the better development of the car for nice. the future interesting yeah and uh, so while the qualifiers were pretty much having their own share in the overall pole position which we will come to which exactly so qualifiers were was another epic war in itself let's just say <laughs> that again <laughs> yeah yeah so gasly gasly was really gasly was really op this entire weekend he was literally best of the rest that car is really good uh, i think i did a mid season review and in the belgian gp as well he has always qualified in the top 6 and he he is really on top of that car he i hope they finish fifth because that car probably has the power for p4 but again gasly again alone cannot do everything yuki sonoda needs to be there with him both of them need to score constantly in the points consistently in the points rather yeah so he was there he was best of the rest max was on another level as i said home boy with a home court advantage <laughs> he blitzed the entire field there was a max blitz yeah. and the amount of fanta color that was there in the in the <laughs> entire park for me and in, in yeah, the, the, the crowds were like literally like your your lungs would have been filled with orange the amount of smoke <laughs> that orange smoke that was there yeah i saw one uh, one picture when uh, max was finishing uh, like there was a huge flaring orange uh, smoke kind of a thing which is there so basically the everybody knew if max was doing well it becomes orange <laughs> <laughs> if max is not doing well there would be probably booze and a lot of more other things as well yeah. uh, i must say one more thing like you know the dutch gp hamilton being not on his home court like in when he's from the when he's racing for the british grand prix he has the home court advantage so the british fans are there for him there was a little booing going on for him but Hamilton handled that like the champ that he is. He did handle it quite well mm-hmm. when he was giving the interview. At that point of time, he said that I really like this atmosphere and all that stuff. So he kind of controlled the mob very well, so that you know yeah. they don't boo him, uh, boo him too much and all that. Like you know, and he knows that this time he's going to be on the back foot basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because Max was again, Max was in a different league altogether. For that matter, the first three drivers, that is your Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, and uh, Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. they were in a league of their own and then there was the rest of the grid yeah. that's how the race also started and ended as well <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i did hear and i was reading through that hamilton was not very happy with his uh, strategy with the team took of two pit stops yeah, what yeah. What, went, what went wrong because i mean they literally threw the kitchen sink at max verstappen <laughs> they, they threw everything they tried the undercut they tried the overcut they tried a different tire strategy they tried Oh god they tried even like just turning up the engine modes and just trying to get 
trying to get closer to max one moment i did have the i did feel scared because i could see the timings go down from like 4 seconds to straight away to 1.8 second so i thought max had a problem in the third part of the race mm-hmm. but again he increased his speed and i was like oh, okay so he's just toying with them now yeah. he's like oh, bro try to try and get me but like i cannot you cannot catch me like you know <laughs> i'm here then you're going away like <laughs> So yeah, he was putting a show out there, Max. But of course, it was his own Grand Prix, and he had to prove a point. What about uh, there were a lot of other things which were going out as well for Norris and Perez, the overtakes and everything. So Perez was on a back foot again. He was just caught out by the track evolution that happened, and this track is quite narrow. So he didn't qualify well. He was knocked out in Q one. when he started the race he created a he made a mistake and flat spotted its tire so as a result of which he had to fight back through the entire field so while he was doing that he had to contend with a lot of slower cars compared compared to uh, the red bull and the mercedes that was there so he came across mr lando norris the mclarens were not very good this weekend which was very surprising yeah, to see yeah. they are generally quite pacey and they are generally quite uh, there like that that they always fighting for the first three positions always but this weekend they were a little bit off yeah With, there was something off at the mclarens and even i think the mclarens no they have a uh, they have a car which is built for high speed but are not very good at a t- tight and twisty track like how zandvoort is like okay, you know okay. so i think that is the that is the issue why because i think the next track that we'll go to is monza that's the next weekend mm-hmm. i think they will do better over there because it's a it's a low downforce track and it's it's a high speed track as well So Perez while he was overtaking everyone he came across Lando Norris of course Lando Norris is fighting for position he will not let him go so there was a little bit of a hairy moment with Sergio Perez mm. and uh, that's where the entire fight was all about Perez could have finished 5th or 6th but because of that flat spotting he finished P8 mm. which was damage control that he did for the team basically Okay. So they were they were now they are able to close the gap to the constructor in the constructors championship as well. Okay. After after last weekend what happened? So they've closed the gap to the constructors. Max leads the championship by 3 yeah. points, which was fun to see and Hamilton was not very happy about that. <laughs> Hamilton can never be happy about anything yeah, that Max. Yeah, but he hates does. losing. He's always said that on on TV and on all podcast on his podcast as well as well as like you know on social media he's always said that he doesn't like losing mm. which is fair enough that's why he's a seven time world champion as well yeah yeah and being a seven time world champion seeing uh, another player doing so well now yeah. as as a team a younger guy the young yeah. protagonist like really yeah. like really beating him at his game and like he was literally surprised at the pace what the red bull had yeah. actually red bull and max was tapping you surprised at their pace yeah. because again he said that i threw everything at them and nothing they could do the entire mercedes team yeah. that is what i'm talking about i'm talking about two mercedes drivers with at least 10 to 20 engineers for each driver in the background could not beat this one, one guy. guy that's crazy <laughs> and that also the the strategy of the team worked pretty well for max exactly so he had to just cover off lewis hamilton so whenever hamilton went into a pits next lap max verstappen was in the pits right. so hamilton increased his pace Max was tapping. Okay, let him come close. Let him come close. Oh, I've got this extra engine mode. Let me just start it out, and he bolts across. That's what that's what happened basically. So he was playing with uh, with a lot. He, the track was like a back of his hand. He literally he, the track was literally his like he was driving in his backyard. It was that simple for him. Yeah. I wouldn't say simple, but he was really he he had really 
got into grips with the track very well. That's amazing. And I think fans wanted that too. And that's how it ended. And it ended very well for both. Oh my God. Did you see like the, the top three lapped the entire field? Yeah. I must say Gasly did finish fourth. But again, they these three guys, they have a different league which is going on. <laughs> and this is like a B league which is going on. Yeah. And like Formula 1.5 is going on basically <laughs> from third position downwards. These guys are Formula 1 and this is Formula 1.5. <laughs> That's a very interesting way that you're putting it, Arjun. Oh. Because, yeah, you can see a lot happening on the... They lapped up till fourth. Yeah. These three guys were on the lead lap and the fourth position was one lap down. Like, mm. that's the pace that they were they were working at. <laughs> Even Sergio Perez, in like a similar powered car, could not keep up with them. Yeah. Which was, it's amazing to see. And again, Max Verstappen alone flying the flag for for Red Bull and taking it to the Mercedes, that was amazing to see as well. Yes, and I think the fans had the best of it. And even when you go back and see the pictures and while we are recording, I'm seeing it's all orange, orange, orange. Yeah. <laughs> and so when the race got over, Alonso on his radio came, he said, so I guess Max won. Yeah, I could see a lot of orange everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a that's an amazing. I had to pick. adjust my TV settings because I thought that it was probably there's something wrong with my color settings of my TV. <laughs> but that was actually just the orange orange sirens which are going on basically. <laughs> so next is Monza. How does the Temple of Speed Monza? Yeah. It is a fast track. Okay. My favorite driver Pierre Gasly won won there last year. I cried mm. for it as well. Oh. And it was it's a fun track. It's just pure pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Ferrari's home ground as well and Alfa Tauri's home ground as well. And we're going to see the return of sprint qualifying, the one that oh. we saw in the great in the British GP. That's we're going to see be, sprint qualifying that's again. That's going to be good because I yeah. think sprint qualifying brings an extra element of yeah, because like covering for the fans as well. Exactly because again you get to see two races, two races. in uh, for the price of one. Yeah, it's basically that. So it's quite it was quite fun to see that thing happening as well. And since sprint qualifying is coming back. We are going to see more race, more thrills and spills and more dire consequences which might happen because of it as well. Wow, I'm excited. And while I missed this one to see from pole to the start, I would want to see the the Monza one together with you, F1 Yoda, because oh. I think I need a refresher after late. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I need to get catch up on my F1 knowledge again. <laughs> So I would say, I would think probably the Mercedes would be the favorites over there because their engine power it's basically a more engine dominated track. Okay. So I think the Mercedes would be really this uh, really on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Bulls will have a probably a tougher uh, tougher situation because what they need to do is their car is good for handling. Mm. So they would probably go with a low downforce setting. But the Honda engine, I don't know what it is, but I guess they have something up their sleeve. So let's just see what happens. What happens. Yeah, I'm excited. And I guess all the other fans too are excited to see the the lead that Red Bull is keeping, whether they're able to keep Sergio up. Sergio Perez should it. be there, man. Sergio yeah. Perez should really, they should, they should like narrow the gap down to the constructors yes. at least. Like, yes, you know? let's hope he does. So guys, stay tuned and keep keep. Keep hearing us on Studio Scoops, uh, F1 to the Max, and we will keep bringing in more and more exciting news and updates from the Grand Prix. Have fun, guys.